Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's D. This is the Under Review Show. You're listening to the Aftermath episode. Every Tuesday, we hunker down and we cry in our beer and we uh, we get over the depression. Um, usually, that was the weekend of betting in the NFL. Um, but we've had like some pretty positive couple of weeks, so um, I'm still feeling on the up and up. Though the triple cheeseburger this week uh, did not go down. We'll discuss that in length. Of course, this is the Under Review Show. It is a sports betting podcast. It is uh, sponsored in part by the good people of betonline.ag. So any of the amazing crap that you hear here, take that crap in your brain and then go to betonline.ag and use the crap to make some money. Betonline.ag will allow you to use the promo code REVIEW and get yourself a little bit of extra money in your account for signing up with some of the amazing crap that we tell you here. Of course, I am D. I am your sports betting aficionado here every single week. Tuesdays, the aftermath. Thursdays, we just talk general betting. Um, we're available, uh, iTunes podcasts on podcast one CLNS, um, a media network at the underreviewshow.com. Uh, you cannot get away from us, so you should just go listen to us. Um, joining me as they do every single week are my two partners in crime. The ones that help me get through, um, what it, what is every week's, um, sometimes awesome and sometimes depressing venture into sports betting. Um, we have Mr. Eric Rosenthal. Welcome to the show, sir. I am glad to be here. Crazy freaking weekend. I guess that's it's under review by us yep. uh, in the NFL. Upsets left and right. I got yep. some interesting stats for you on today's show, and I'm excited to get started. Talk to you and Sean. I really like that. And then there he is. There, uh, beautiful segue into uh, Five Talk. What's up, man? Uh, what's going on? The, the week that was the week of the underdog. Uh, it was... Unlike any we've seen so far this season. I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, it was actually crazy. And uh, for those of you who don't know, every single week on the show, we uh, we put together what we call is a triple tease burger. We each select a team. We tease it. That's the rules. And then we parlay them all together as a, as a giant, uh, basically, lottery pick of a bet. Um, and, you know, frankly, we're pretty damn good at it. Uh, we don't win every week, but uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. We... Unfortunately, did not win this week, but um, I've got to tell you guys um, because I didn't have you there. We didn't. We didn't place. We didn't actually place our bet. You know, this week because um, we had a, a Jacoby Brissett issue um, midweek. Because by the time when we taped the show on a Tuesday, they were saying um, the, you know the word around the campfire was yes, his his knees buggered. But um, what they were saying out of out of like uh, the Colts was that they're going to put him put him on just to get this W against the, you know, cause half of Jacoby is going to crush the, the dolphins. Um, and he was, he so was what going, you're telling me fired up. So we didn't, we didn't lose this. Week. We didn't technically lose, but we also didn't win, but, um, that I mean, was it. I didn't have you guys at this point. Yeah, that's right. It was semantics, but um, I, I just didn't have you guys. Cause we had another one in the bag. Um, but you guys weren't feeling it. So, um, so what we did, so I just, we just didn't place the bet because, yeah, it changed everything, right? And we what we did is we teased we were going to tease the Colts down to minus three and a half. Well, luckily they ended up losing outright, so we didn't place a bet at all. But that being said, um, our cheeseburger did not hit. Though, let's go through it. Eric, we'll start with you. Um, you had the Ravens at Bengals, and you took um, you took the, the Ravens from minus ten down to minus three, and you just you danced around. Um, you sang a song. You you danced a jig and sang a tune. With how easy of a bet this was for you last week, uh, fill us in. We know what happened, but fill us in. I mean, it was the easiest bet of the year. I mean, Michael Vick 2.0 against Ryan Finley, uh, who's a horrible quarterback. You know, no offense to him if he's listening. I doubt he is, but shout out to him 
if he is. He's probably uh, listening. Uh, it, it was a joke. The Bengals are winless this year. The, they're the worst team in football. Uh, and the Ravens are, are maybe a- the AFC's best team. They beat you know the lowly Patriots. Now they beat the Bengals. Uh, Lamar Jackson spinning around like it's a video game. Uh, it was really f- free money. Forty nine to thirteen was the final, and it probably wasn't even that close. They could have won by sixty if they if they wanted to. So uh, that was great to see. They had the Heisman package out there with three Heisman yeah, winners in the awesome. backfield. Uh, Ravens just dominated that game, and it was uh, fun to. Uh, uh, know that I had a little bit of money on that game. I did tease them. I also bought the money line. I also bought the spread. And that worked out very well, knowing the uh, Ravens were going to destroy the Bengals. Yeah, that definitely was a uh, uh, an absolute destruction. And uh, yeah, it was one of those ones that felt really like they just got the line wrong at 10. And uh, it should have been way higher. And, uh, and, and clearly it was. They crushed them. Uh, Sean, Falcons at Saints. Uh, you took the Saints mm-hmm. from minus 13 to minus 6. Talk to mm. me here. Let's just let's come on. Mm. Let's can you second? Can we're gonna all just uh, hold hands in kumbaya because this you was need you need man. This, this I, I need it here. The second loss of the season for me, and this one was just frankly really embarrassing. To be honest with you, uh, the Atlanta Falcons went into New Orleans into the dome and decided that all of a sudden they we're knew how to pass team. rush. <laughs> <laughs> they they knew how to play defense. They knew how to spell defense. And to the extent that they held Drew Brees without a passing touchdown in the game. Are you kidding me, Drew? And Drew, 287 passing yards in the game. I uh, just didn't. I mean, this Saints offense, if you watch the game, like it was. I mean, there's a lot of upsets and we'll get to it. I'm sure we're going to talk about all the upsets this weekend because it was an absolutely crazy weekend. But in my estimation, this was the biggest layup of the entire slate of action this week. I was mind boggled and completely shocked. I'll also go one step further. My DFS lineups were completely sunk about two hours into the slate <laughs> on Sunday because I had I, I loaded up on Saints because this was just such an absolute gimme. I think I had 100% exposure to Drew Brees, Drew Brees this weekend against Arizona secondary. Uh, needless to say, it was not a good betting weekend. For me yeah i uh i would agree that it was uh for myself um i didn't have a lot of action going on because it just kind of felt weird it was uncomfortable it was an uncomfortable week um well you were right yeah <laughs> it just it just felt odd because even even like in hindsight looking back at last week's episode of uh the under review show the teaseburger i was still like i wasn't like balking on two but i was like i was like i had two for the first week ever i was like hey let's do one or another there was something we should have read that in the cards it said that you know what? that's off that's a little weird mojo in d when he like when he, i can't like actually just you know, fired up. It was just weird. There was something weird in the in drinking water. It was a bit of a noggin boggler. Yeah, That's what I call those. We, we should love. We should love our picks. And uh, yeah, you, yeah, you were a little hesitant. Wound up kind of maybe getting lucked out that I didn't wind up placing the bet because of the Jacoby Brissett injury. Um, but uh, I think I'm pretty confident this week. Uh, I hope you guys are too because I want to get. I'm just the, happy the, the Patriots are playing again. I'm I, just happy oh, the Patriots. Are playing. <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna get into it because we got to pick a cheeseburger, but we have to go over a little bit of of this week because there were some yeah. insane upsets. Um, you know, not only against the spread but straight up. I mean, is there a bigger one than um, you know the the Mahomes uh, Chiefs losing to the Titans? And watching that go down. I mean, how how they lost was like, oh, yeah, if they're going to lose, they're probably going to lose like that. 
Um, he threw 400 and, you know, and 400 and change for yards and uh, had a great game and was running around. And then, and then just that deplorable excuse of a defense just let them down and couldn't stop anybody. Um, but was that a bit, of, a bit of a surprise to come in with that much hype? I know they were on the road, but that team is a freaking good team. You know what I mean? They were, they were the anointed, um, you know, uh, AOC champions until Mahomes went down. Everybody, even, even when he was down, they were like, well, you're going to come back. He's still going to do it. You know what I mean? Any, uh, Eric, what, do, what are your thoughts on, on how much of a shocker that was for you? I still do believe in the Kansas City Chiefs, but you know, you know what they say, you, you can't give Ryan Tannehill the ball any time left on the clock because uh, that guy will just beat you. No <laughs> that's, what everybody, that's what everybody says, oh, right? That's, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, that's, that's on the homes for, for not realizing that fact. But yeah, it was a pretty shocking upset, um, in a day full of shocking upsets. We, we had that one. We had um, obviously on Monday Night Football, the Seahawks beating the 49ers, um, the Vikings beating the Cowboys, um, the Dolphins beating the Colts, the Jets beating the Giants wasn't really a big upset, but that was rounds and anytime bills. the Jets win a game, oh, yeah. it's surprising. And yep. then yeah, the Browns, uh, the two and six Browns beat the six and two Bills. <laughs> your your uh, Saints let the shit yeah. the bed against the Falcons. I mean, just chaos everywhere. But yeah, Mahomes losing to Ryan Tannehill is is maybe going to be the weirdest loss of the season when we look back at it. That, that quarterback matchup is a very, very strange way for for him to lose. So that's probably the strangest one of the week, but. I still believe in the Chiefs. Uh, I think this, this is going to be a great opportunity to get in on them on their AFC Futures action, their Super Bowl action, because uh, I still believe in uh, Mahomes uh, no matter what. Well, you know, that's an interesting thing you, you say that, too. I mean, I guess I still somewhat believe in the Chiefs. I, I do. It's just and, – and that loss, once again, you know, look at a team like the Patriots. It's good to lose, right? You you want a loss midseason there. You want to know what you're bad at. You want to get beat up a little bit so you can go back and say, oh, shit, yeah, we were we were kind of exposed over here or, or this is this how we were – our tendency that we should have identified that we were giving up to other teams or we just didn't execute. You need that. But this, is, this isn't just like the Patriots where they lost a game and they're probably going to regroup. It's not just and one loss. This yeah. is, that's lost four. Yeah. In mid, and, and mid you know what? Season, the crazy four guys. Go ahead. Craziest Sean. thing about that D is who they've lost to. The AFC South. The Kansas City Chiefs got matched up with the South this this season. So far in their in their games against the South, three of their four losses have come against that division. The Texans they lost to, the Colts they lost to, and this week the Titans. Wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So it just. But yeah. here's what I'd say about them, though. Yeah, what do they've you th- lost four games this year by six to the Colts, touchdown you win. Yeah, to seven to the Texans, touchdown you tie. Seven to the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on Monday Night Football without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you win yeah. that, and by three to the Titans. Yeah. They're four plays away from being ten and zero, and obviously they're not ten and zero. And good point. You are what your record says you are, but that's why I kind of believe in them as a four loss team. If they were losing by twenty five. 10, 12, 7, whatever, I might not believe in them. But this team is right there every game. Even if they're not the better team, they literally can't beat anybody at any time because of that offense. Um, they can score on, on almost every possession. It's possible. So I actually think that this is a great news for anybody who wants to bet on the Kansas City Chiefs because their odds went way down, and I think we have a, a chance to get great value now. Well, here's the Yeah, but Eric – I, I just, man, sorry. I didn't hate to cut ND. I just, I don't know if I agree with you, like to an, a, a certain extent here. At some point this season, they're going to have to be able to stop the run. 
And they haven't been able to do that so far this year. Like to an astronomical level this week, I mean, Derrick Henry just ran completely wild, 188 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And it seems, I mean, Carlos Hyde had two touchdowns against him when he played us. He played the Texans. Every single week, they're giving up ridiculous numbers to the opposing running back. So it's like, I mean, everyone in the NFL knows it. Every single head coach scripts it. Like, at what point do you just chalk up that as, as being the kryptonite of this Chiefs team and realize that if you can't stop the run, you're probably not going to go very far in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I'm going to toss it over to D. Yeah, I, I will. I'll say a couple things here. One one is is uh, is they feel like they can outscore you. And you're, you're absolutely right. The defense is just deplorable there, and it's just sad to watch. But um, when they really get going, it's like it's catch-us-if-you-can style football. And and that's where I think uh, uh, I'm I'm sort of in Eric's corner in that in that regard where it's like there's no no not a lot of people can catch him you know and I think the, yeah. their best defense against Kansas City is keeping the ball in Mahomes' hands because he's just going to score points on you and, and if you can't do that you can't do it. now obviously running the ball is is a clock management style of offense um, which doesn't bode well for them but I think overall um, when they get going they're just they're just tough. You just got to keep up with them. And they gave up 30-plus again here to Tennessee. Uh, that's not going to happen every week to n- not every team. Here's an interesting part, though, that helps us on this show. And this is an odd thing because they're 6-4 and four in the season, which if you if we talked earlier, you'd have been like you're out of your mind to think that they're going to be close to that. They're, look at their schedule. You're like, if they're not, you know, if they're not undefeated, it's pretty damn close to it. Against the spread, they're 5-5 five and five right now. Odds makers in the books have had them freaking nailed pinpoint accuracy for how KC has played this season 50% on the nose so I like what you're saying Sean the value might start appearing here because people are like all in a tizzy about where KC is and you're gonna get some weird lines because everyone's like oh my god they're panicking right now when in fact the lines have been perfect the whole time we're probably gonna see some public money pushing that line around in a, to a point that we can get some value out of them. Um, it, I don't know about like you know, this week might not be the week for it, but if they don't have a big bounce back, I think they're not only maybe to, to bet on them to be in the, in the championship, AFC championship, but to make some money off them. They're only four point favorites on the road against the chargers this week, guys. Is that a crazy yeah. line for the KC chiefs? That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So well, I, I think that that's a yeah. good tease too. What were you going to say, Eric? Uh, I mean, I'm going to stay away from, from the spread, but maybe on the tease or on the money line, because yeah. Philip Rivers will find some miraculous way to lose this game. <laughs> of course. Uh, I mean, so, someone tweeted at me, like, I don't know, eight weeks ago, that Philip Rivers lives in a purgatory where he's down by seven points with no timeouts and three minutes left and has to score a touchdown. And, and it's literally like that every single week for the Chargers. It, it, it's unbelievable. Every week, Philip Rivers has the ball, needs to go down the field to win the game. And he winds up not doing it somehow. It happened again this week when they lost by two <laughs> I know. Uh, to the Raiders. He had the ball and threw like the 40 worst passes I've ever seen in my entire life um, constantly. But every week is the same thing. So I'd be worried that maybe the Chiefs are up by one, two, or three um, with three minutes left and Phil Rivers has the ball. So I'm going to stay away from the spread, but I love the money line. I, I don't see the Chiefs losing this game. Uh, you, you know the Chargers are hanging in there. They'll find some miraculous way to lose it. Uh, yeah, it, it's almost it's almost. It, there's so many. There's so few things you can just bank on, and uh, and 
uh, in, in football that are like anomalous like that, that are like wild and crazy, but they're proving like to be such an outlier in terms of just letting shit fall out of their hands just to, just to, you know, lose as, as drastically and as bad as they can every single week. We got to get into a cheeseburger then. This is a great segue. We need to pick three teams. So those of you listening up here, here we go. We pick three games. We tease them either uh, seven points up or down one of the teams, and then we package them all together in a fantastically delicious bet. Uh, let's do. Let's start with you, uh, Sean. Let's uh, let's roll. Where where is your cheeseburger landing this week? Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> the, the Patriots had a buy, and uh, well, they're back on the slate. And I think that this is an opportunity for me to go right back to the well. They've been so good to me all season and to us with this triple cheeseburger, I don't want anybody else to grab it. So the Patriots give me the, the minus three and a half tease that down, go ahead and get yourself some points on the Patriots on the road against the Eagles. Eric can say whatever the hell he wants about Tom Brady, about the Patriots. I just refuse to ignore the best defense in the NFL. And I think that they're going to show up in this game against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that this becomes, I don't know, a two-score game at least. And the fact that you can get points on this New England Patriots offense is just an absolute joke. So go ahead. Do it. Tease it down. Get yourself some points. The Patriots on the road. I think they handle Philadelphia pretty easily. So you're going to take those pads. Right. Let, let, let me oh, go ahead. Go ahead. On, we just gotta I got some gotta, stuff to say about this. I know you do. Okay. Of course. Of course you do. So you're taking the pats minus three and a half and you're passing yeah. that three and you're passing that zero. Um, yeah. And you're and you're putting it back up uh, at, at plus uh, three and a half. Aren't you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love yeah, it. You're passing absolutely. another three. How many lines do we cross there? Three? Yeah, three solid line crossings. But the pass of the zero is the crazy one. So I'm really happy that you did that because I did that uh, in like week two and uh, I was scolded by Dave Mason on the Thursday show and uh, and it didn't and it ended up not working out. But that's fine. We need to do it again. We need to win it here. Uh, Eric, what do you think of this? Pats at Eagles uh, taking the Pats to a, to a dog. They just got to win. They got to lose. They lose by less than a field goal and they're good to go. Tom Brady has proven that he can lose to the Eagles in a big game before. And, and I'm proud that Sean's going to get on that train. He thinks that they, Tom Brady can barely lose to the Eagles again, just like he did in the Super Bowl. And I, uh, I fully support that. Okay. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about it. That's all you'll I say. I can't wait to see who's right and who's wrong next week. I can't wait either. Let's. Uh, I'm going to give my two cents on this, and that's like – you know, here's the deal. The Pats last year, they lost five games. People people forget that and still won the Super Bowl, right? Like they, And they couldn't win on the road. They didn't win a single, or they all, all of their losses came on the road. Uh, so they couldn't win on the road. They lost a couple in a row, too. Super uncharacteristic of the Patriots, um, losing losing a few in a row. But if you look at the data going back in 20 years that, uh, that uh, Bill and Tom have been doing their thing, coming off a bye week and coming off a loss... If you are that team, if you are that team in their crosshairs on either of those scenarios, not both combined together in a super cluster hurricane of death, um, what is coming down upon you is is fury and terror, the likes of which you may have never seen. So um, how they'll do it, uh, I mean, I don't even, we don't need to get into it. I, we could, I could talk for hours and days and days on how they're going to match up and all that stuff. But I'm just looking at those statistics that go back for 20 years. And these scenarios, um, it does not bode well for any team. 
And I don't care. Just plug them in there, let alone only being three and a half points on the road. That's absolutely crazy. Um, so uh, the bounce back, uh, Sanu looks to have plugged that hole offensively. He's got another two weeks under his belt. And that's basically only that major chink in the armor that they had. Uh, granted, how the Eagles did beat the, did beat the Pats in the Super Bowl, they essentially just went for broke. I don't think you go for broke on this secondary, you know? With the, with the Patriots right now, with the best corner in the league no. in the way they play. I don't know if you go for broke. I don't know if you just go gunslanging out there, just firing it up and hoping it works out. So we'll see. I don't think pay, uh, Tom Brady needs to throw 500-plus yards like he did in that Super Bowl to, uh, to beat these guys. Eric, I got to hear, man. Are, are you saying this for good listening on the air? Are you saying this because you genuinely don't believe that they covered three and a half he points can't. on the road? He can't say There's it. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I didn't say they couldn't cover it. I, I said that Tom Brady has proven that he can lose to the Eagles in big games before. So and, just uh, just I, your I opportunity that to take a shot. But you, you think that they cover three and a half. I, I, I would not bet against the Patriots off a yeah, loss. That's, that's about as close as you're going to get. no way, no how. I, I was trying Five, to. Yeah, that's but. as close as you're going to get to an endorsement um, on this cheeseburger. <laughs> Eric, what do you got for us? Yeah, what is no, your freaking cheeseburger this week, man? Okay. I have a question for you guys. See if you can you can tell me. What day did the Redskins last score a touchdown? What was the date? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say September seventh. September seventh. Yeah, no. maybe. Okay. All right. October something. Okay. I thought I mean if you're gonna ask a question like that, it's gotta be outrageous. Um yeah, I'm, I thought it was outrageous. I'll I'm let gonna, D guess. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, where are we here? I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go October. I'm going to go October um, 14. Hold on. I'm trying to get, pick a day that there's football actually on because I, you know, my, my calendar, my brain is in a, is in a, a calendar. I'm going to go, I'm going to go October 6th. Well, the answer is uh, actually October 13th. Oh, I was so over say a month will have gone by. You're right there. You're right there. Yeah. I but. And the last time they scored a touchdown was against the Miami Dolphins. So I wouldn't even give them too much credit. <laughs> that that is count. the last time. That actually doesn't even count as a touchdown. I don't no, think. it doesn't. This, no. Yeah. That's an that is the last time this pitiful, pitiful organization run by a pitiful, disgusting, <laughs> horrible owner and Dan Snyder scored a touchdown. And they are one and a half point favorites <laughs> against the New York Jets, who wow. I don't really believe in, but – it's the Redskins are favored against the Jets. It makes no sense. If you tease this up from one plus 1.5 to plus 8.5, which is what I'm doing with the Jets, not only do the Redskins have to win this game and score a touchdown in the process, they have to win this game by nine or more. And I just don't really see that happening. Uh, the Redskins would be uh, amazed that they won this game by a field goal or amazed if they won this game by a touchdown, let alone having to win it by nine or more points. I think it's the best bet on the board. We've got a low total at 38 and a half. Uh, so there's, we shouldn't expect a lot of points, and we wouldn't expect a blowout either way. I'm not saying Jets are going to run away with it, but I'd expect a Jets win or a close loss. And I, I just really think um, there's no reason not to throw this in whatever tease, tease you're going to make this weekend. Uh, have the Jets at plus eight and a half because uh, they're just not going to lose this game by double digits. Okay, I, I like it. I get yeah. You know what? It's it's so funny how like how the 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 tide and tables turn to from like it's only halfway through the season, but you know by you know, a third of the season, um, you were looking at teams like the Jets and the Dolphins, and they were just like, 
you know, the astronomically worst teams that have, have historically existed on the planet. You know what I mean? The hyperbole just like oozes out of people's faces talking about how bad it is. But in fact, it's the Bengals who are the terrible team. And the Jets aren't like, they show like signs of life here and there. You know, how's teams do as they improve and they get better and they go out and they try to win? Uh, I, I think they're terrible. I think Adam Gase is, 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 a, is a loony. But... Um, I think you've got a lot of credence here. And, oh, sorry, another team like this Redskins are astronomically terrible at the game of football. And you see that after uh, half a season. Go ahead, Derek. They're they're horrible. Dwayne Haskins also, I mean, I think he's going to be a disaster long-term, but especially as a rookie, he's even (laughs) a complete and utter disaster in every possible way. He is not an NFL-level quarterback at all right now. Look at how Ryan Finley uh, played last week. Against the Ravens, I expect a similar performance out of Dwayne Haskins. That guy just—he's just not an NFL quarterback right now. And if I can get, uh, you know, over a touchdown, I can lose by a touchdown and, and still cover against a guy who I don't even think belongs in the NFL right now. Uh, I'll do it every single time. And I'll cash in. So I really, really, really love that. And uh, speaking of the Dolphins, you said you thought they were—you know—we all thought they were so trash. Yeah. I got a crazy stat for you. Go for, for it. both of you. I can't wait to hear it. Yes, this is gonna. I'm excited. Wins in the month of November. Miami Dolphins, two. (laughs) New England Patriots plus San Francisco 49ers, zero. Uh, So this month, the Dolphins have two wins, and the Patriots (laughs) and 49ers have zero combined views. So what you're telling the listeners is just go bet all your money on the futures for the the Dolphins to win the, the Super Bowl this year? I mean, they don't lose. The Patriots and uh, Patriots and hey, Fort Adams don't get W's in November. Stats don't lie, Fife. Okay. I mean, okay. All right. <laughs> I, uh, guys, you know, I, I love the stat. You never know. Maybe the Dolphins could stay undefeated for the whole month of November. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe the Patriots will one day get a win in this, in this month. Yeah. Same with 49ers. I don't know if it'll ever happen. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm going to give you my cheeseburger here. Uh, I got to round this out. Okay, we're rounding it out here and I'm doing um, something that I don't normally do, but a team that I don't uh, necessarily hate and one that I think is just egregiously bad. Um, It's Bengals Raiders and I'm taking those Raiders down to three and a half and I hate the half a point. I did last week. I hated, I hated the three and a half last week, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with it here just because I've just convinced myself on this, on this podcast today. I've just how the Raiders are like, are like an okay-ish team, you know? And the reason why I, I say okay-ish is, is they should be worse and they're not. And they have all of the draft picks on the entire planet. For the, I did a deep dive into it this weekend, um, you know, just talking about w- what this team might look like in the next, over the next three seasons because of all of the depth they've got in the draft. But that being said, what they needed to do is build just some semblance of a foundation. They're doing better than that. And they're getting some great wins. Oakland Raiders to win by just over over a field goal over the Cincinnati Bengals at home on Sunday for me seems just too good to be true to take it here. Uh, the Bengals are absolutely reeling, and the Raiders uh, they got some swagger, they got some moxie, and a team that's coached by Gruden that's their their currency, that's their fuel. He's got all the talent in the world, but he coaches with you know a, a chip on your shoulder and and a and a chin. And you want to go out there and 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 have some swagger, and they they've got a bit right now. And I think for midseason, I don't know if they'll have it for the rest of the season. I think they have enough now to win by three and a half against Cincinnati at home. What yeah, I love that. Love the, that. Yeah, it feels like deja vu a little bit. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals are sorry, the Raiders are minus ten and a half, plus one hundred on Bet Online right now. Yeah, oh, so, so you yeah. might be able to get them down to ten. Um, 
But I, I love your bet. I think he makes a lot of sense. Okay-ish should be good enough to beat the Cincinnati Bengals by a little bit. And I always ask <laughs> yeah, myself, okay-ish. like, well, at the end of the game, you know, what do these teams want to happen? And the Bengals' number one goal is getting a new quarterback. That's what that's what they need. Andy Dalton-era is done. Ryan Finley's not the answer. They need a tank for Tua or blow for Burrow or whatever <laughs> it's going to be. They need that number one pick. Um, I'm sure it's a, a few phone calls down from the organization saying, hey, look, don't use your best plays. Don't use your best strategies. We don't really need to win this game, pull off an upset to somehow not wind up with the number one pick. So uh, I think the Raiders really want to win this. It's a, They need to win to make the playoffs, and the Bengals probably uh, don't want to win. So I, I really love your pick, D. Bye, what do you got for me? I, no, I, I really like it too. And, and just to reiterate the fact that this Oakland Raiders team actually looks like a semblance of a good football team, it, it's worth noting. They're five and four after week 10. And if you would have told me that before the season with all the AB drama, with everything else that, that obviously transpired there in Oakland, I would have probably called you a liar. Actually, I know that I would have. And you're looking at them and they're, they're only a game. They're half a game behind the Kansas City Chiefs to, to lead the AFC West. Uh, which is Ooh. just in and of itself yeah, even insane. crazier. So uh, what I mean, guys, that opens at least a little bit of a door here to talk about something that could could be the biggest shock of the entire NFL season. What happens if Gruden leads this team to win the AFC West this year? I mean, how crazy would that be? Maybe he can get an uh, increase on his $10 million a year to $20 million a year if he makes that happen. Yeah. Man, I, I yeah, in that it's it's a by the way the season is not even close to be over being over let's be right. let's be clear with that they i don't think um that there's uh, maybe a hope in hell they they do actually end up winning it like i really i really don't i think they're going to kind of disappear uh later in the season um i just think right now is a good time to kind of you know, give them a little, get, get them, get them while they're hot. They're, they're basically, at, they're, I think they're plus 450 right now to win the AFC West. So if you wanted to make that bet, you could. But I think KC, I'm in Eric's camp here. I think KC is going to run away with this. Um, but that doesn't mean that a wild card isn't in the cards for these guys. Um, so a playoff berth would be, would be pretty wild. I mean, the, if you look at who the Raiders are really competing against right now in terms of wild card space for the AFC right now, they're basically, I mean, it's really tight, but the Bills, who we know got exposed, and they're not, you know, they, the Bills are who we thought they were, especially going in the winter. Um, the Steelers, who are dumpster fire, right? They're basically not going to do anything. And the, and the Colts, who yeah. we don't know the status of Jacoby Brissett, but of, sure. of those teams, too, they only need to be one of them. Like, the Colts could turn it around and be great, and they could just be behind the Colts and, and, and get there. Very, very real chance that they make the playoffs. Um, I don't know. I think AFC West is a bit of a long yeah. shot, but if you're feeling it, plus 450, you're not going to get much better odds than that for the Oakland Raiders moving forward. I also well, think, well, too, how, to how talk about this? Go ahead. Go oh. ahead, Eric. Oh. Uh, to make the playoffs, the Raiders are, are plus 290, which I like a lot. I'll let Sean go, and I'm going to run through the Raiders. I think I did it last week, but I'm going to run through the Raiders' schedule um, after Sean uh, talks. That's what I was going to do. I'm going to talk about their schedule. Uh, looking at you talk about the Raiders schedule. I'll talk about the Kansas city Chiefs schedule because you, you look at this Chiefs schedule for the remainder of the year. They play against the Patriots in new England, and then they play against the bears in Chicago. They also have a game against the Raiders. Uh, so there's a chance if they lose that game to the Raiders somehow, and they lose the other two games that I, I don't think are guaranteed wins against Chicago in Chicago and against new England in new England, 
there's a chance they pick up three more losses and the Raiders gain a little bit of leverage. Obviously, with that head-to-head win, I'm thinking that this is actually doable, yeah. which is kind of crazy to conceptualize. Yeah, you, 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 I think you always want to bet on teams uh, you know, to make the playoffs, to win, win the Super Bowl, whatever it is, before good things are going to happen. And before good things are going to happen are, are right now. Uh, D picked um, the Raiders to beat the Bengals on his cheeseburger this week. They play the Jets the following week. That should be two straight wins for the Raiders as long as they don't shit the bed, as for a term I've used earlier in this podcast. Even if they lose at the Chiefs after that, it's the Titans at home, it's the Jaguars at home, yep. at a Chargers team where there's no home field advantage, yeah, and they'll probably be out of the playoff race by then. And Week 17, and a potential must-win to make the playoffs. I wouldn't count the Raiders out at all. The, the Broncos are a dumpster fire, and every time it will be eliminated from the playoffs. So they have too, so one. They, they got, have one hard game left. They got yeah. There's five. There's one. five wins in there, and it's a race to ten to get a, in a wild card. You know, nine or ten wins is you're feeling pretty good on it. That two ninety. Yeah, what is it? Plus two ninety for playoffs? Did you say? Yeah, plus two ninety on bet online for playoffs. I, I might go max bet that, so I'm not sure uh, if the odds are going to change. But uh, uh, I, I really love the Raiders to make the play before they play the Bengals. You know, they're gonna, those odds are going to get better next week because they're going to beat the Bengals, yep. and then they're going to have a better record. So it makes no sense not to bet it now. Um, you could hedge against it next week if you wanted to, and you know you'll hope that some combination of the the, the Bills and the Steelers and the Colts, whatever, I'll lose, but in uh, the Chiefs, I guess, too, who aren't some lock. I mean, I, I said I like them to win, but they're, what, minus four on the road or, or in Mexico City, so that's no lock. The the Raiders are a much more likely team to win this week than the, the uh, Chiefs are, so uh, let's, uh, let's, all, let's all get on in on that Raiders uh, plus new 290 action. Yeah, love, love that bet. Boys. It's crazy. I mean, the Raiders could wind up making the playoffs this year. Good feel-good, nice little feel-good story there for Oakland. It, well, I mean, it's definitely unexpected, and especially in that division, too. Um, boys, um, we're going to wrap this bad boy up here. Folks, if you like what you hear, you can head down to uh, um, a beautiful um, website called betonline.ag. They help us keep the lights on over here. And, uh, and what these guys do is uh, they provide us with all of these resources that we use here. They give us uh, awesome guests, and they also um, give you a nice little bonus in your account if you use the promo code REVIEW from listening to the Under Review show and then going there and uh, setting up your account. Uh, Eric and Sean, it's always a pleasure. Our teaseburger this week feels so good. Um, I just, I, I can't, I, I want to, you know, I want to frame this ticket if it wins because it's, it's, I feel like we're going to get back on the winning track. Of course, you can find this show, the Under Review Show, on uh, iTunes Podcast. You can find us at theunderreviewshow.com, CLNS uh, Podcast Network, Podcast One. Um, we will find you if you need to find us because we're everywhere and that's where we'd like to be. I am D. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you Thursday. Um, with Dave Mason, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming week in the NFL. Thanks for tuning in. Adios, muchachos.